Molly Wood, author of the CNET Buzz Report. And soon to no longer be the host of the CNET Thank God newsletter. I know. You're just you're you're coming out. Big with news. Before I, I am... even get to introduce myself. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Tom Merritt, author of the Real Deal. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't think it was that big a deal. I just was changing my little intro, and then you looked quizzical, so I wanted to explain uh, why. Because everyone can Welcome see me looking quizzical <laughs> to the Buzz Out Loud podcast, podcast <laughs> in which we make funny faces and you can't see them. Ha ha. Nay Google. Yeah, it's all about Google today, Google, pretty much. Google, um, Google. So because yesterday was Google Desktop. Mm-hmm. Fire, fire drill and today's Google Google, I, Google talk talk almost called it I talk because you just put an I in front of everything. So I Molly, it's a new rule. What do you think of Google Talk? <laughs> well, I Tom. Um, so Tom and I downloaded Google Talk and we tried it out a little bit, and I'm less than impressed. I'm a little underwhelmed by everything <laughs> except the voice. The voice works really well, but a, bu- a bunch of things do voice. A bunch of things do voice, but this is probably the best that I've seen. Yeah, I will say that I don't know because I don't use voice tools very often because my idea of Instant Messenger is, yay, I can talk with my fingers. I've got a little... I don't have to talk out loud. <laughs> I like that. I okay. don't understand why All Instant right. Messenger needs voice in the first place. Who's being a little stodgy now. You didn't like the voice You didn't like the voice recognition text messaging I on phones. Like you don't like the new fangled jobbies. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a heartwarming story. Aw. My, uh, my sister-in-law. Her boyfriend, uh, nay fiance, they haven't really set the date yet, but they're pretty close. You know, it's yeah, that serious, okay. right? Yeah. He's in Japan. Too much information. <laughs> no, I'm just setting the stage because okay. he's in Japan. He's in Japan. Breaking the hearts, right? Oh. So they try to use AIM to talk, but there's so much lag between oh. that they just kind of gave it up. Did they try Google Talk? I don't know. I'm going to hand this over and say this could okay. save your relationship. Yes. So, yes. Let me clarify that while I personally do not use the voice tools, I do, in fact, understand their value. And I did try out the voice with Tom and it worked very well. Yeah. So it was great. But as a chat client, meh. It's really small. It just doesn't do that much stuff. It, it downloads quick. It installs quick. Yeah. Uh, it's simple. But it doesn't, I like a lot of preferences. Well, see, and that's the thing. It doesn't have a lot of features yet. <laughs> I like to I'm customize. Sure gonna... And it's not interoperable with mm. all oh. the stuff. What's... Like I use Trillion so that I can have my friends on Yahoo, AOL and Messenger, MSN, IRC, I don't know, whatever yeah, I, don't... I want. You can whatever use it with Trillion. Can you use what? You can use talk. Google Talk. Google Talk with, with Trillion. Trillion. Yeah. I've got, it was a smash posted it on Slashdot. He's got some some uh, instructions of how to do it with Trillion. Like you can use it via Trillion? You can use the Or you Google can talk, talk to Google service. Talk friends. Yeah. Hmm. Via Trillion. I don't Because know. it is interoperable because it's written in Jabber. And they, so basically any Jabber client that can talk to talk.google.com. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think your basic user is going to go to google.com slash talk or whatever, download it and then go, well, I just want to add a Yahoo friend right now. And I just want to add a blah, blah, blah friend right now. And I guess that's what I mean when I say interoperable. And so when I'm on Trillion, I can just add a friend. I don't even think about what service they're using. Right. So for me, I don't want to see anybody put out an instant messenger client unless it works that way. Because people use a bunch of different ones. Yahoo and AOL. Their instant messenger clients are not interoperable either. No, and I don't use them. But they I have lots think, of cool features. I think they should quit. Yeah. <laughs> and the, But then who would provide the service? Now? <laughs> Molly. Okay. They're anyway, interoperability truculent. now. I guess what I'm, I guess my response to the Google talk, and I think a lot of people's response was like, well, it's Google. They do things that are awesome. And this is just chatclient.com. Yeah, but you know what? Google does things that are simple and work really well. Maybe. And and this is this does that. It's voice and text that's simple and works really well. And I like see I've been using it in game 
versus using it in the Google game client. Being open game. source AOL and some yeah. Messenger client, FYI. Well, and also it's not just AOL, <laughs> it's also Yahoo and everything else. Well, but yeah, but AIMS. When you use the Google <laughs> client, you haven't used it. <laughs> Don't start correcting me about it. When you use the Google when you use the Google client, it actually keeps all of your conversations from previous. Like when you close the window mm-hmm. and then you know sometimes you close the window and somebody says something and you're yeah. like, oh wait, what you did know I what say? Else does that? Trillion. Well, that's, that's awful nice. Boy, you just nothing, nothing, not impressed. I'm just, you. I'm very happy with Trillion. Okay. All I was trying to say is that I thought Google would put out something a little cooler. It's fine. It works fine. It's fine. Do you think they're evil? <laughs> Moving on. Times good does. segue. Hey, you can't say they think they're evil. <laughs> I guess that was a little bit My slander. <laughs> the New York Times published a story today suggesting the possibility that Google is the next evil empire. Because apparently the the sentiment is building around Silicon Valley that they are a little arrogant. So, yeah, this is a good place for people to talk back to us. If you live in the Silicon Valley area, do you think Google's a little too arrogant, a little too full of themselves? Huh? Yeah, let us know. Huh? Is this is, Or is this a case of somebody's favorite who is just out there doing business like all companies are kind of forced to do business when they're big and it's not that pretty. It's like seeing sausage get made. The other thing is they're making the salaries rise for people in that industry, which other businesses don't like. Right. But uh, their employees like it. Yeah, employees love it. (laughs) Although it does sound like they're hoarding all the good engineers. Uh, So some of that, I think, is most likely sour grapes. I think it's mostly sour grapes. New York Times is an evil company itself because they make you register (laughs) to read their stories. (laughs) That's right. Pre-registration required. I personally think it's possible that Google has gotten a little arrogant. But then again... They've just turned into a big company. And just so you don't think I'm evil, I actually didn't find that on New York Times myself. I saw it on Slashdot. Other dish. Other dish about Google. This is the last bit. Uh, another posting on Slashdot today. Someone links to an article saying suge- that suggests that maybe the point of Google Talk actually is that it's a stepping stone to purchasing Skype, the voice over IP service, mm-hmm. which would be interesting because everybody's kind of doing VoIP right now in sort of a scattershot way. Like I, I liken it to just throwing a bunch of noodles at the wall <laughs> to see what sticks in terms of VoIP and making money on VoIP. But uh, this is an interesting article. Yeah, I could see I could see where you might get that idea. I don't know what to think of it, though, because it's a big I jump to actually providing VoIP because you have to have telephone numbers and, and operability with other telephone systems. And I personally think this is the kind of article that comes around when you go, well, I would have thought Google, Google would do something more with its chat client. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they're going to buy Skype. <laughs> I see where this is. This uh, is a nice yeah, callback. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it, they would have to buy Skype, I almost think. I guess they could create their own VoIP client. Yeah. This is definitely an entree. You know, it may be that they don't know if they want to get into VoIP or not. And so they're trying to see if this Google Talk thing right. catches on. Time will tell whether everything Google has done thus far is just an entree into their world takeover. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Okay. You listeners. I think we talked about Google you for a while. Listeners, <laughs> you listeners out there. Her finger right. You know what RSS is. Probably. Because but you're listening to a most podcast. Most likely. But yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you're listening to a podcast. But... It turns out that a Nielsen net rating survey of a thousand regular blog readers has found that 66% do not understand RSS and have never even heard of it. 23% claimed they understood RSS but did not use it. This is a big issue with RSS. I because think this is very interesting because RSS are, is like the end all, be all, end all sometimes. And once you start using it, it's crack. I mean, yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah. Because you just it gets the headlines to you and 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 it's better than email. It's no spam and. And I, as a periodically stodgy tech user, resisted RSS for a while because I was like, it sounds kind of hard and I don't want to download stuff. 
I don't know. And I didn't understand. I was like, I don't understand. Yeah. It is, I think, maybe one of those things you have to see in action. Like, oh, headlines just flowing like wine. I was actually that way, oddly <laughs> enough, with instant messaging. When really? It, when it first came around, I was like, uh, I got email. Why do I need another thing to send messages? Because I, I used an email that way right. with people. I was cracked up on IM pretty quick. Yeah. I got to tell you. Anyway, RSS. Do you understand it? Let us know. Gosh, we hope so. <laughs> well, actually, no. Actually, now with iTunes, people might not have have any idea about RSS to be Yes, actually, that's very possible that it will make the RSS kind of knowledge void even worse. And the thing about Which RSS might is, actually be okay. Do you really need to understand it? How many people understand HTML? Exactly. To read a web page. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, our last bit of news, Sony P2P. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have to do a birthday wish. Uh, okay. But, tell, uh, tell us about Sony's uh, P2P music swapping network. If well, you would. Molly, according <laughs> to the Register and Andrew Orlovsky in San Francisco, uh, Sony is going to launch a P2P music swapping network. This is their speculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, no, I think it was an announcement. Um, Sony BMG has partnered with British digital music outfit Play Louder MSP to make its music catalog available online. Now, the cool thing about this is all of the music that you buy, you can then share mm-hmm. because you're you're paying a premium to was, be in this P2P area that's right. walled off. But once you're in, well, you can share songs with anybody. Yeah, it's subscription. I think there's some possibility that you don't ever even buy a song. You just pay the flat fee to kind of sample from this, what they're calling digital pool. Yeah, the yes, you're right. The idea is to uh, kind of do the way they do television in, in Britain, which is you have to pay a license fee to own a television because right. the government runs a bunch of stations so in this case you pay a license fee to basically share upload and download music to run this p2p client i think yeah this is very it's interesting that this is only one place so far today because it seems very significant to me like if there's a subscription model that's going to work this is it well it's a an isp too so they can control what goes on over their network a lot better than just somebody trying to get this done across the web right they have a much they have much higher control basically mm-hmm. yeah level of control over the network but so uh, i guess theoretically you could create a service and have people vpn into it and it would be like that you could kind of route them into your network yes i think I, i've heard of companies having such things that were then shut down <clears throat> <laughs> yeah but this is this started that, internally by employees yeah, but, but you that know would, what? your this, idea would be much more legitimate well, of course and, and the, legal if it was partnered with a record company yeah. it would be yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think this is a significant develop in development in the digital music space, which I thought, frankly, was almost out of significant developments. And you know what? It's it's also cool that Sony is doing it because it's proprietary. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So anyway, uh, happy birthday to Windows 95. Happy birthday, Windows 95. It was only 10 years ago today. Oh, that, that it was I just a little wee, a wee little nubbin. Was looking at that thing going, no way. Sticking with 3.1. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance not a chance yeah if you get not a chance head on over to Slashdot they have an interesting um, a link to a Washington Post article that's sort of a, a look back it's the story that ran the day of the launch about the insane amount of publicity that Microsoft did yeah for the launch just you know compare compare and contrast today and yesterday do we want to talk about the email before we go no 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 alright <laughs> well, we maybe have, tomorrow we have to talk about email which is email us buzz at cnet.com and when Molly isn't so tired she'll talk about your emails <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, you, mean. Can, you can call us at 1-800-616-CNET and we will play your voicemails on the air thanks bye alright bye